It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I feel like I startled you there. Yes, you did. <laughs> I always started the same. I don't... Well, but you didn't tell me like, okay, now we're going to start. Oh, no. I'm going to start doing that, just surprising you every time. Okay. Um, how's it going? All right. Just still in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was rainy outside, so we couldn't really go outside. The last two days, really. So that's it's not been good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going a little crazy. It's like if <laughs> if you weren't trapped enough, let's keep you inside your house for sure. You can't even walk around or, or do anything outside. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not in the best state right now. So <laughs> oh. hopefully it will clear up. Her eyes are turning red. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, today, man, I was just, you know, I I do writing from home. Luckily, I I still can do stuff that is kind of productive. But at the same time, it's like, it's slim pickings with no NBA right now. And I write for the NBA. So it's like, uh, yeah, I was I was just doing that all day. And got so burnt out that I was like, you know what? You said you have like a long story for today. Let's let you carry this episode. Um, we're going to be talking about scams later. So stay tuned for that. It's all going to be Mindy enlightening me on some crazy story she found. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was burnt out after I was like looking at a laptop for probably six hours, five or six hours today. And then I'm like, all right, enough of this. Let's record a, a podcast where I can look at a laptop again. <laughs> but this is different because I'm not just like, you know, going window to window, reading, reading, like, you know, trying to find some semblance of uh entertainment to write about like nba was resorting to playing video games and yeah organizing horse video games yeah they did an nba 2k tournament that uh was not entertaining at least in the first day i was watching it i was like okay it's just as it's just like you would expect just two dudes like just just mumbling to themselves like every 25 seconds and <laughs> uh mostly just gameplay and it's like yeah i understand what they're trying to do but and i was like and at first when you told me about it like i didn't critique it as much because i mean <laughs> we watch people play video games all the yeah. time but at least they know how to come to right make yeah jokes. these are it's just like when you ask an nba player to act don't <laughs> <laughs> like Shaq or michael jordan or um any I guess pretty much anyone. Ray Allen, I think, was in a movie. Uh, you don't know who he was, but he... Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so didn't quite go well, but now they're going to do some kind of horse game, which I think might go a little better because at least you can actually see real NBA players shooting a basketball, which is better than video games, but I think they're still going to be doing it from like their own quarantine home gyms. And yeah. I'm not really sure how that's going to work because you, like, you, you have to be live because with horse, like... You know, you could just record yourself making a shot after like 12 attempts. Like, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to make it on the first try. I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe we'll do it via Zoom or something. Maybe that would be cool. See, that would be interesting. But yeah, so I've been kind of scrambling with <laughs> what to write about. And, uh, you know, there's not as much interest out there. But yeah, still trying to, everybody's struggling. I'm, I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm in a profession where like, you know, I'm, I'm totally shit out of luck. So at least I can be thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, and that's basically where I'm almost at right now. Cause there's only so much work I can do without seeing my kids one one. Yeah. Um, but luckily like, um, I have a lot of job security. Mm-hmm. Like they need me. Right. So yeah, you um, you got one of those jobs where it's like you're essential, essential. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of school psychologists out there. So like, even if we don't have a lot of work, they'll still 
want to have me and so want to give me a paycheck and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. not only am I like one of the few people that do this job, I'm also bilingual. Yeah. And so uh, we do have a lot of bilingual She's, staff. Actually. She speaks English and Russian. Actually. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> like Mila Kunis. <laughs> Wait, what? What does that mean? Yeah, she does. Yes, yeah, she, she speaks fluent Russian. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you know any Russian words? Uh, what does that mean? Uh, I think that's goodbye or something. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember because uh, I learned a lot of Russian from watching Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes back to like YouTube or Disney or like uh, well, animated. Anastasia wasn't Disney. Right? I said or animated. No, yeah. I wasn't done. I, I was trying to cover my base because I wasn't sure if it was <laughs> Disney, but you didn't let me. So busted. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so where were we? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we've been doing in quarantine. Yeah. That's our quarantine update. That, maybe that'll be our new segment to start the show instead of just bullshitting. About, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a quarantine update. Yeah. And the last thing that happened right before the podcast was I made a new drink called Shark Bite, which Shark is... Shark Bite. Yeah. What is that from? Finding Nemo. Damn it. I don't know any quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically spiced rum and you get some blue... Caracal, I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, you got some sweet and sour mix. Is it sweet and sour? Yeah. Am I thinking of Chinese food? Um, um, sweet mix? Yeah, I think it's sweet and sour. And you get a little bit of grenadine, and it looks like blue with a little splash of red, like like blood in the water. And it's pretty good, right? I mean, it's pretty sweet because that's like kind of what I like. But yeah, there's good. rum in there, the spiced rum, so it kind of masks that because that's kind of hard to take. Well, um, I don't think I've had it by itself. So. Oh, we'll try it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, at least there's something good that happened today. Yeah, and, you know, we had tacos. Yeah, we had some really good tacos that you made. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess we can go ahead and jump into it. We're going to be talking about scams. Um, I think since, I don't know, should we do, should we just do mine first and get out of the way? Or do you want to end it with questioning Florida? Um, I can do yours. Okay. Yeah, because we'll probably get into a long thing about yours because I have no idea what it is. Um, Okay, well, my... This doesn't have to do with scams, um, but, you know, my questioning Florida doesn't really have to do with anything most (laughs) times. It's just funny stuff that happens, so let's go ahead and question Florida. Took a sip too late there. So, (laughs) this is from clickorlando.com, one of my go-tos. And this is from March 18th of 2020. So this was a couple weeks ago after post-corona PC. (laughs) So headline. Florida woman accused of having sex outside hospital wears face mask and mugshot. Well, I mean, I guess she's being safe in one regard. (laughs) In the the one where she doesn't have a penis inside of her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can't contract corona through uh, secretions, right? Mm, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> well, because, I mean, you're having sex, you're exchanging, you know. I mean, yeah, but, but... Yes, but you're very heavily in contact. <laughs> I mean, I know it's... mask. No, it, it wasn't during the sex. This was during the mugshot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, then never mind. It says, having sex outside hospital, wears face mask and mugshot. Oh. So, I thought she was wearing the face mask during the sex. Oh, okay. So you were thinking, like, at least it can't get in her face. So maybe yeah. that's, I don't know. Like, can you get corona through your veg <laughs> or ass? I don't know. We, should, we need to ask, um, what's that guy's name? Oh, a doctor. Yeah, the doctor guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe let's not. (laughs) 
we just watched a thing that was like on Nick because uh, we were watching we were watching old episodes of oh not old newer episodes of all that the old show called all that on the Nick app and they had some kind of special where they talked to kids about Corona and they mm-hmm. had Kristen Bell and the kids had some very bad points. Some, I know I actually learned some stuff. I was like, oh really? Like, I didn't know COVID nineteen was because it was twenty nineteen. I didn't know. I mean, it seemed. It's just like it seemed like it made sense, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I just sounded good. I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, there was another thing too. Oh, even what it stood for, like Corona Virus um, Immuno Disease or something like that, mm. like COVID. That's what that stands for. Yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> why did I talk about that? Because transmitting. <laughs> oh yeah. Coronavirus. Because because that wouldn't that shouldn't be a question that would be asked on that show um but anyways no she didn't have well okay they're not they're not sure if she had the mask on during this but um let me read it this is insane poor um, investigative work on the police fire (laughs) (laughs) i know i mean maybe it was the the outlet's fault because i'll i'll let you know st petersburg florida a florida woman so this is a florida woman finally i actually typed in florida man like i normally do and (laughs) go over to the news tab but there was uh not a lot that didn't involve horrific like (laughs) animal or people abuse so i I don't read those obviously well there's technically still a florida man (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) i mean who knows if he's from florida or if it's a man oh she could be let's see let's find out A Florida woman who was caught having sex with a man. Okay, oh, we, okay. we debunked that immediately. <laughs> Outside a Pinellas County hospital had a face mask on when she posed for her mugshot, according to the police. Records show police found Anne Marie Tucker and Albert Singletary having sex near a no trespassing sign outside St. Anthony's Hospital the night of March 2nd. So they even chose a no trespassing sign to get busy next to. This was one day after the first case of corona was reported in Florida. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm sure they don't keep up with the news, so they probably didn't know, but yeah. still probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> According to the report, Tucker and Singletary both had their sexual organs on full display when officers arrived. Oh, that's, yeah. that's nice. To I feel like that would that's enough to contract corona in some way. It has to be some. And we won't get into it, but there could have been some action leading up to that that could have transmitted stuff, Well, I you know? mean, you can have sex without kissing, like, mm, the other person. I wasn't referring to that. It's unclear if Tucker was wearing <laughs> the face mask at the time. So that's uh, where they say they're not sure. <laughs> they were both arrested on charges of indecent exposure and trespassing. So um, if you can pull yeah, Facebook up. Well, let me give you the, the Florida woman score this week. Okay. It's very low because... Again, no drugs, no no animals, <laughs> which are the big Thank ones. <laughs> There's a hospital involved, three points, and then the mugshot is five, which I'm going to send you right now because it is a uh, sight to behold. Um, She's not even wearing the face mask. I know. So that's what I'm, I'm not sure of. I mean, she has it on, but it's not covering her mouth. Right. Or... So what I was thinking is she probably tried one with it, but I, I'm pretty sure you I mean, I know that you can't wear something like that in a mugshot. That's the point. Yeah. You have to show your face. and Well, it would make sense if she put it on to, like, try to mask her identity or something, <laughs> but... I think at the point when you're arrested, your identity is probably not going to be masked anymore. That's true. Um, but, yeah, she basically has it around her neck, but it's still, like, around her ears, mm-hmm. you know, the straps. And she's kind of making, like, a sad face and not really a woman that you would think about having sex with, but, you know, Unless to each really their own. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> probably the guy isn't that great either. Yeah, they didn't have his on here. But you know what? I think there might have been... Oh, they do have him. Okay. Because I mentioned he was arrested too. Yeah. I I don't know why this article um, 
specifically singled her out but the one i originally found did have his on it but it was kind of it's like a new york post where they have all these corny lines like she didn't seem that concerned about exposure <laughs> so <laughs> i went to i went to the other article instead but that original one did have his mugshot which is included here so it, it shows both of them side by side <clears throat> he just kind of looks like um just i mean like he looked like he like he failed the like he would have failed a drug test in the nfl <laughs> yeah i mean he's not that bad it's, it's, it's i mean i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah if i remember because i don't really keep up with the instagram or facebook of our page anymore if i remember i'll put this one up that has both of them so if you hear this and you want to see what they look like um you can look there but if it's not there i just forgot and go ahead and search for <laughs> Anne marie tucker um, but I mean, it's, you don't really need to see them. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah, she had a total of eight points. Not bad, but not great. I don't know where she, what she, she's up to now. Hopefully she's being safe. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to her. In jail. Yeah. Yeah. In jail. Well, I don't know. Would you, I don't think it's necessary to throw people in jail for just having sex outdoors. No. Especially now. Yeah. Maybe like a warning and. You're fine. Uh, depending, like depending on how much they've done already you can maybe yeah find them like increasingly and after a certain amount and like okay <laughs> like what are we supposed to do yeah. house arrest at that point maybe i don't know just say i mean are we all in house arrest <laughs> yeah, i guess so <laughs> that's true i never thought about that <sighs> let's hope it gets clearer tomorrow so we can actually go out well we did at least go to a, the liquor store today but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's considered an, like a an adventure nowadays yeah unfortunately um but speaking of adventures, we have a, some kind of scam that was crazy in history or something. I don't uh, know. Is don't, it a scam or is it like... I don't know what to tell you. You just got to listen to <laughs> okay. it. Okay. So it might not really apply, but whatever. It, it kind of does. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm just going to... I'm not going to give you a title or anything. I'm just going to start. Okay. Okay. So Michael... And I will interject with random thoughts and I'm jokes. Sorry. I'm sorry. This is Michelle... <laughs> Michelle Draw. So I don't know. He's French. So he has a French last name. How do you spell it? J A U Q U E L I N. Jacqueline? Oh, the Jacqueline. Can you not say Jacqueline? <laughs> I've never seen Jacqueline spelled like that. What? <laughs> I've never seen Jacqueline. I, it's J. Yeah. Well, that's what a Jacqueline starts with. <laughs> no, this is a G. I'm sorry. You said J. I'm, I'm did sorry. you say J? I I'm I said pretty G. sure. I hope I go back and you say J, and I'll laugh at all of this. I thought I said G. It's so it's like Jacqueline, but with a G. Yeah, I guess. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably still Jacqueline. Uh, maybe I don't know French. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's so move I'm on. Call him Michelle. Great start. Okay, um, he was a um, psychologist. Um, and he was interested in finding if there was um, a statistical basis for astrology. He also studied statistics. Hmm. A statistician or something like that? Yeah. Um, his interest in astrology began from a young age. When he was in school, um, he would do chart readings for his classmates. And he was so accurate in those readings that the kids called him Nostradamus. Hmm. Clever. Uh, yeah. Michelle is, almost, is, also, is most famous for his Mars effects theory. The Mars effect theory is a um, statistical correlation between athletic eminence and the position of the planet Mars relative to the horizon at time and place of birth. Have you heard of that before? Hold on. Can you say that over again? 
Um, <laughs> a statistical correlation between athletic imminence. Athletic imminence. Imminent, yeah. Okay. And the position of the planet Mars relative to the horizon at time and place of birth. So it's kind of saying like it depends on where Mars is that when you're born that you'll be at a certain amount of athletic. So, okay. He suggests that... A a statistically significant number of sports champions were Mm. born just after the planet Mars rises. Okay, so it was kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, so I guess, you know, there's just a correlation of athletes that are born within the time Mars rises and their success, I guess. Okay. Um, Like LeBron or Kobe or Tim Duncan. I, I guess I don't know what, I don't know when they were born, so you, maybe you can do some research. Yeah. To see if they fall into that line. Mm-hmm. Um, another lesson experiment that he did involves horoscopes. Okay, yeah, I know what those are. In April, the bullshit things, yeah, that change all the time. In April sixteenth, nineteen sixty-eight, he put an advertisement in the French in a French newspaper that said, "Quote: Absolutely free. Your personal horoscope, a ten-page document." Okay. People who wanted the horoscope simply sent their name, address, date, place of birth, and they would receive a 10-page personalized horoscope and personality profile. Mm, that doesn't sound good already. Yeah. I, I mean, just sending the information alone. Send, send your social also <laughs> while you're at it and your, your credit card number. license. Yeah. Maybe a, a recent photo and... <laughs> So many of the people that did, that submitted their info and got the 10-page document were impressed at the uncanny accuracy of the personality profile <laughs> that they wrote, and they wrote back to say so. Of course, because they're probably like, you know, within the next seven days, you will have one event happen to you that's never happened to you before. Well, it's crazy because it's <laughs> And then they apply it docu- to, yeah. yeah, and then they apply it to themselves like, that did happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm not skeptical at all. I know. In all, 94% of the respondents pronounced themselves satisfied with Hmm. their... That's a really high approval rate. Yeah. What's the catch? Each participant received the exact same 10-page document. (laughs) There it is. Michelle commissioned a professional astrologer to do the chart on a real person who had been born (laughs) on Uxar. I guess that's somewhere in France. Yeah. At 3 a.m. on January 17th, 1897. Um, this person was Dr. Marcel Petrot. Okay. So let me tell you about this person. Oh, is he French? Maybe Petrot or something? Yeah. But I'll, I'll get into okay. him. Okay, <laughs> let's go. During his childhood, he was expelled from several schools due to his behavior. Um, he did up and finishing school at age 18. Um, did you just say he just up and finishing school? <laughs> he ended up finishing school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At age 18. He said, fuck this school. Right. <laughs> he then enlisted in the military. However, he spent long uh, periods of time away to his kleptomania. Particularly, uh-huh. he liked to sell military blankets. I don't know. What? I don't, I don't know why particularly Like the they're so available? I, I don't know. Maybe he's a cool person like me. He just named it all the blankets. <laughs> um, eventually, he was jailed and discharged with disability benefits due to mental health concerns. Hmm. And um, it was recommended that he be committed to an asylum at the recommendation of a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Instead, he interned at an asylum while attending medical school. <laughs> um, he graduated in eight months. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How did that happen from... I, I, 
I guess 1800s, the medical... They just said close enough. I guess, like, you spend enough time working here. You're a doctor now. <laughs> yeah. Once he started working as a doctor, he became addicted to two things, narcotics and murder. Solid duo. His first victim is believed to be his lover and the daughter of one of his patients. Her name was Louise. She disappeared shortly half, um, after having an affair with him and was never heard of again. Oh. Neighbors reported that they had seen Marcel putting a large trunk in his automobile, but when police investigated, nothing was found to link him to the crime. Okay. Well, I, I mean... A large <laughs> trunk right before the disappearance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Into his car. Yeah. So Leaking I mean, blood. Again, never charged for it, but I mean, we can be pretty yeah. sure that he killed her. It's like her. OJ. Um... After this, he moved himself and his family, he had a wife and a son, um, to Paris and opened a successful medical practice. Hmm. Around this time was during the outbreak of World War II and the fall of France to Nazi Germany. Hmm. Um, shortly after opening his medical practice, he was fined 2,400 francs for prescribing illicit narcotics. A charge that would have gone on trial if the two addicts said to testify against him had not disappeared under mysterious circumstances <laughs> oh my God. before the trial began, a.k.a. victims two and three. Yeah. While living in Nazi-occupied France, um, provided the perfect situation for Marcel to commit more murders. <laughs> France at the time was divided between na uh, Nazi sympathizers and those trying to overthrow the Gestapo. He professed himself as a member of the French Renaissance um, and garnered public trust and admiration and and thus better to conceal his illicit acts. Mm. Um, he also is a drug dealer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Side note. Side note. Um, he would invite Jews to his practice under the name Dr. Eugene and promise them safe passage out of Nazi-occupied France if they could afford the $25,000 oh franc fee. <laughs> Um, when adjusted for inflation, it is nearly half <laughs> a million frank. dollars. Today. Oh my God. I was going to see if you did the conversion. Yeah. 25,000 frank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I know I said dollars, but I'm just I know. <laughs> I sometimes I let them go, but most of the time I just like to make fun of them. Um, <laughs> he also hired several handlers who helped him round up people to help, to help, help them escape. Mm-hmm. No, no one ever heard from those who took Marcel up in his offer, mainly because he killed them all. Yeah, he would. Uh, that would that would be a significant hindrance to yeah. being able to speak out. Mm -hmm. He would tell his clients that before they could leave the country, they needed a vaccination. The vaccination was in fact cyanide, which killed them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Marcel would then steal the valuables and dump their corpse their corpses in the in the scene. Which I guess is like some kind of like river. Oh, okay. Wait, how do you spell it? I think I. S E I N. Any. Okay. Yeah. I think it's seen. Seen river. Yeah. Sign. Whatever. Dead bodies in it, no matter what. Yeah. As the Gestapo presence grew, Marcel had to start putting bodies in vats of quicklime. In vats of quick. Oh, okay. Quicklime. Which I assume fucking dissolves the hell out of it. Yeah, it dissolves the body. Cleanses everything. Yeah. And because no one's ever heard ever heard of the people that escaped um other jews believed that um he was legit because it seemed that they never came back then they obviously were able to escape instead yeah of them. man that's fucked up to think about people that are like given hope and then they pay and then they think that they're, they're half a million dollars yeah 
And then just, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that's We're changing the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's part of the... Fucked up guys. Well, that's kind of where the scam part comes that's, in. Yeah, I know. I, we'll, we'll keep it just in my head. Um, once the police caught on to what Marcel is up to, they entered his practice and found there were body parts all over his house. Not like bodies, yeah. body parts. Yeah. There were canvas sacks. Um, the body parts were in can canvas sacks or suitcases. And the garage had vats of quicklime and an incinerator filled with limbs and bones. It's not suspicious at all. Yeah. The police had found at least 10 corpses in his, in this practice. Marcel explained to the police that he was a member of the, uh, the resistance and that the bodies were those of re uh, German traders that he killed. <laughs> okay. All of those. Yeah. The police believed him enough oh not my to arrest God. him. Mm, hold on. No, hold on. Let me take a sip in peace. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you have to remember, this is German-occupied France during World War II, and I if guess. you're French um, police, and this guy's telling you you killed a bunch of Nazis, I mean... You want to believe it enough yeah, I, to where you do? Yeah, and he also guarded this reputation of, you know, freeing Jews. That's true. But it's still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back on it, not great. Um, however, one of the policemen, his name is George Victor, um, he, he's the one that took charge of the official investigation, and he didn't believe his story, and hmm. around Thank around you. Marcel's wife, brother, and his handlers, so the people that helped him get Jewish hmm. people to kill. Nice, nice. Uh, he um, eventually found out the truth from um, all those witnesses and arrested the handlers as accomplices. Nice. Okay. When there they we went go. to Mar when they went to Marcel's home to arrest him for murder, he was gone. <laughs> the invasion of Normandy in June of 1944 put the search for Marcel to a halt. Using the war to his advantage yet again, he hid with friends, explaining that the Gestapo pursued him um, because he'd murdered some of his some of their informers. Yeah. Right. Throughout this period, Marcel took a number of different names, let his hair and beard grow out, and managed to evade capture for at least another month. <clears throat> Unable to keep a truly low profile, Marcel actually did join up with the resistance fighters, a move which would garner him praise and led to his undoing. Mm, While good. operating under the assumed name, uh, Marcel gained so much notoriety as a resistance fighter that a French uh, periodical ran a profile on him. Mm. When the papers hit the sands, several people recognized him as Marcel and alerted the police <laughs> <laughs> that the murderer, in fact, was still in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Someone recognized Marcel at the train station in February 1944, at which point the police arrested him and charged him with murder. Nice. Marcel went to trial on March 19th, 1946, with 135 criminal charges. Oh my god. <laughs> During the trial, it was revealed that Marcel had stolen from those he killed. He was charged with murder for profit. Hmm. Over the course of his murders, he made off with more than 200,000 francs, something like around $200 million mm -hmm. in his money. Jesus. I'm not, did I say 200? 
200 million, yeah. No, I meant 2 million. 2 million, Just okay. 2 million. All right. Just that. <laughs> Over the course of the trial, Marcel admitted to killing some, but not all, of the 27 victims found in his house. Okay, big deal. And oh, there's only 23 <laughs> of them. So how is that going to change things? <laughs> mm-hmm. You charged me with an extra four. Yeah. Um... Throughout his life, he had killed at least 60 people, though he was only convicted of 26. The court sentenced him to death by beheading, and he was guillotined on May 25, 1946. Yay. Yay! Good job, guys. Yeah. Finally. But it's, going back to the first part of my story, yeah, they all got the personality profile of that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, this is totally... Me, turns out just my personality. Oh, yeah, that's how it. That, okay, so that was. Go back to that. Okay. How did he. <laughs> so he wanted to see if the horoscopes actually reflect people or yeah. not. And so he gave everyone that answered that ad the exact same profile, <laughs> which he hired a professional astrologer mm-hmm. to create the profile based on that guy. Okay. <laughs> and so they all got the same profile, and yeah. 94% of them. <laughs> Um, they were they were satisfied with mm-hmm. the results. Wow! So, like, what did those results say? Like, oh, I don't know. You're a psychopath. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Like, you well, hurt animals when you're a child. <laughs> you well, had a I, sexual abuse in your. Well, because it's it's also like this guy was um, he stole like so many things. Yeah. So there had to be something about I don't know. You're a klepto. Yes. <laughs> you have klepto tendencies. <laughs> but. Yeah, so there's actually two scams in in this story. Mm-hmm. A lot more murder than I thought would be involved. Yeah, see, I wasn't expecting and the limbs. Sto- <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting the story to be as long as it um, as yeah. it, as it was because I was only gonna do the first part. But then I found that the guy was yeah. about, and I keep reading about him, and I'm like, what the hell is this dude? This is yeah, this is good stuff. This is the kind of stuff you you would hear on Dollop or something. Like you do a long form breakdown of what's happening because there's so much there. Yeah. So. Definitely a good change in this episode, I think, to to have that. It gives me a little bit of break, and I can just kind of comment on what the hell I'm hearing. Yeah, so um, that's, uh, that's Marcel. Marcel Gacklin. <laughs> oh, is that, did I not put his last name? Oh, wait, what was the Gacklin part? Who was that? Uh, that was Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell, that's right. That's, that's the, that was the, the original guy, yeah. Yeah, the okay, psychologist hired, dude. Okay. Well, yeah. We're going to have to read about the Mars effect, because I'm curious about that, mm-hmm. too. Because I don't really know much about, like, astrology and stuff. Yeah. I just know, like, I was Sagittarius. I think my planet is maybe Mars <laughs> or something. I don't I know. Don't, no. I, I have no I, interest, and in, I don't really know if there's much I could find that would be... Like, that's why we were thinking of doing astrology as an episode, but I don't know if I could really find anything interesting for my segments. But maybe down the road when we get desperate, we'll revisit it. <laughs> Yeah. And, I mean, now we know you can at least tie it to murder, so that would at least make it... <laughs> yeah, it got, it got a lot more interesting <laughs> yeah. once I read about this guy, and it's, like, crazy. Like, How, how did you come across it? Just kind of Googling... Well, because in the article I read about the how he scams all those people, mm-hmm. it put that it was based on this dude. Yeah, and then you kind of... And, and that was like it. And so I was like, well, then who is this dude? Yeah. And then this thing... And you're like, whoa. He's like... Uh, Total asshole during yeah, World War II. Awful. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's any movies or any 
you know, features based on that shit he did. Mm, there should be. Yeah. Because it's very interesting. And I'm I'm, I'm surprised that, like, My Fair Murder hadn't done mm-hmm. someone like him yet. Cause, like, well, we might have. They've done so many. That... That's true. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, just pretty fucked up story. Yeah. But, yeah. So, you got two scams in one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... There's a little bit of a quicker one. We got a little bit of a uh, break from the like 45 hour long, 45 minute hour long episodes. <laughs> but we'll think of something again for next week and be right when back on it like... when I'm not like swamped with shit to try to do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just kind of a rare case, but I enjoyed it. It was uh, it's nice to change things up, anyways. Not mm-hmm. always doing the same thing. So who knows? Maybe we'll change it up again next week. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Tune can... in to find out what. Maybe I'll do the yeah, whole thing. Work, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, I mean, you usually do all the work, let's be honest. <laughs> it's true. You do a story, but you yes. add comedy to it. Yeah. And uh, mispronouncing stuff, which always, I always enjoy. And on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and raise our glasses here until this is episode 62. So we'll be on 63 next time. Nice. Go grab a refill. Bye. Bye. Can you get Corona through your veg?